A martini shaken. No! Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd episode. Tom does not know the episode number <laughs> on this. <laughs> As always, uh, I am your host for this morning, afternoon, evening, night, Tom. And of course, I am joined by two beautifully bearded men. And the first of the men that I will introduce is the one who's got his camera on so I can actually see him. <laughs> Duty. Hello. How are you? How you doing, dude? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm. Um, we're all recording at home due to the befuddlement of what's going on in Melbourne. Um, so yes, that won't stop us from bringing you mediocre content at, at reasonable prices. <laughs> <laughs> we're charging for exactly. this now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the occasional chuckle. We charge Guaranteed. rage and frustration. Yes. And we guaranteed <laughs> and because of your satisfaction we are- is our guarantee. And of course, we are also joined by that luxurious voiced man, Fuzzy Dan. Oh yeah, it's so silky smooth, because I haven't had a coffee this morning. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no coffee. Ooh, I know, it's it's unlike me. I've normally had like eight by now, so yes, if I'm... One of your... Uh... <laughs> I was going to say, in one of your multiple brewing contraptions. <laughs> That's right. I'm letting the rage of Spiral uh, overwhelm me and, and fuel my my energy this morning. So, yes, I'm, I'm oh, fueled yeah. by rage. All right. And speaking of fueled by rage, I don't have a segue that I'm leading into with that one. So let's talk about what's been happening during the week. Is there any news items or anything that anybody wants to talk about before we go into, of course, what we've already alluded to, the movie that we will be doing this week, which is, of course, Spiral from the Book of Saw. <coughs> but any news items, any anything that anybody's been uh, <coughs> saying, wanted to talk about, wanted to have a little bit of a, a chat about? Uh, well, Fuzzy, Fuzzy and I were, uh, it's completely my fault this time, Fuzzy and I were supposed <laughs> to record this week's episode of Noob, uh, of course, giving our preview thoughts of Formula 1 2021, um, that'll be coming out shortly, um, because I was very hungover and I couldn't record. Um, <laughs> I believe your exact message was, I'm either hungover or I've got like a stomach bug, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very weird hangover. <laughs> either way, I'm shitting like crazy. <laughs> It was it was it was a weird time, and I only like got better at about six o'clock that night. And I'm like, ah, I think it's probably safe that I don't start talking into a microphone where I can't hold my head up. So, <laughs> yes, it was one of those things. Um, and you know, Fuzzy's got some games to talk about as well. I'm sure we'll talk about that on Noob, which is all good fun and well. Um, Thor Ragnarok. Hang on, wait, 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 wait one second. I think I just noticed. <clears throat> Are you wearing a snooty? I am. I'm wearing my wife's hoodie. <laughs> Uh, it's it's, it's okay. cold up here um, in in my in my area of the house that you guys have seen. There's a lot of windows with no blinds, so it's very cold up here. Um, and she has ordered me one because I keep wearing hers. No fair. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you need to get your own hoodie. I think I feel they are very personal experiences that you, you can't really share with someone else. They're I don't know expensive. if you should share your hoodie. They're so Man. expensive. They are expensive. They're like a hundred bucks. What? Yeah. yeah. Get yeah. out of town. And you can go to um, 
what is that fucking place? Like Bed Bath Beyond or whatever the fucking things are called. And they have like their versions of Udis that they're like, hey, these are 120 bucks. I'm like, why would I spend $120 on a ripoff one when you can get the real one for like 90 bucks? Oh, just because it's the real one doesn't mean it's the best one. Yeah, I'm not spending $120 on a thing that I'm not going to go outside in. <laughs> I also love that you've chosen for a, a, a store that doesn't exist in our country. <laughs> Bed Bath & Beyond here. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Oh, it's Bed Bath & Table here. No, we, it's the same yeah, thing. We don't have Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. No, it's, it's a different company. It's a Bed Bath & Table. It's probably the same global conglomerate McDonald's or something. <laughs> Anyway, you were you were talking about Thor. Uh, yeah, Thor's uh, finished filming. There's a photo from uh, Chris Hemsworth as well as Taika Waititi saying that the uh, the filming has wrapped. Uh, Taika Waititi is in his Korg outfit. Thor is very bulky and ripped, and he's got his long locks back, which looks sick. Um, his big beard's gone though, so I'm sad about that. That's that's, that's a bummer. Bummer. He he's looks huge. massive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, unpleasantly large. I mean, yep, I'm I'm fine with that. I'm wondering if it's going to be his last Thor film, though, because, like, Captain America's gone, uh, Iron Man is gone, they're going to make Jane Foster Thor, they're going to bring in Beta Ray Bill, are they going to get rid of him? I don't know. Um, um, well, look, there's a lot of changes in the uh, in the wings. I know there's been a lot of um, talk around Batista. Um, he's saying that this will be his last... The next Guardians of the Galaxy film will be his last one and that you know the character may carry on it may be with somebody else so i think there's a lot of uh changing of the guards to at the moment through uh, some of the marvel universe i just think for like they they should have just wrapped up the marvel universe at in at endgame like yeah just end and it then it's like, like if, yeah. you, if you want to keep doing iron man just do a separate universe like you could have teased a separate universe when you gone went and got infinity stones from different universes and then Rather than going back in time and getting it, which was stupid. And then he could have been like, all right, cool. Well, we're going to keep doing Iron Man, but it's going to be Iron Man from the universe that fucking, you know. But see, like, dude, stole it from or something. What, it would have been cheaper for them. What you're thinking <laughs> and what you're not putting into consideration here is the finger thing means the money. Um, you know, uh, the, they, the taxes. <laughs> <laughs> the finger thing means the taxes. <laughs> But that, that's, I mean, it makes so much fucking money, it's ridiculous. They, and I know this week, I think it was, they just opened the um, MCU campus at, uh, yeah. at Disneyland uh, yeah. with the new Spider-Man ride, which looks like they've shown the animatronic stuff. Have you seen all of that going on? No, an- I saw someone dressed as Spider-Man doing flips on a building, though. Oh, okay. Well, see, so, yeah, so there's basically this part, though, that there's, you know, <clears throat> they do this big Spider-Man jump, and it looks like Spider-Man's jumping, like, you know, 100 meters in the air and doing flips and all the rest of it. It's actually a robot that they've they've, they've controlled to do all of this stuff. It's amazing. Um, so, yeah, so they've literally just opened that. There is more money to be wrung out of this, this franchise, for sure. Yeah. yeah. They're going to ride it into the ground when Eternals comes out. <laughs> Oh, Turtles looks so bad. Like it, it, it legitimately looks like a bad MCU film. It looks like a bad DCEU film. Please, what makes you think it looks so bad? We've barely seen any of it. I don't, I, I don't see where you've gotten the "it's so bad" already mentality. The, the immediate oh, a Angelina Jolie. B the whole set of <laughs> we've been around for generations and we've we've they're acting like fucking you are to the watcher like we don't interact like you had a cataclysmic event half of you probably died 
and we haven't interfered with... You think like you would interfere when your cousin's dead and turns into ash. That Mm. might be like a, hey, maybe we should step in and do something. But no, it's just, you know, I I can leave the Avengers now that Steve Rogers gone. It looks fucking crap. It looks bad. It looks real bad. Bad. Uh, I'm I'm of the opinion, yeah, that they this is a very weird time to be adding in new characters that have been there all along. It's it's, yeah. it's a very weird way of doing it. It's yeah, yeah. I thought Black Widow was poorly timed. <laughs> this is worse. Black Widow is incredibly poorly timed after you've killed off the main fucking character. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> the only way to fix this is now with Loki and his time shows. Being like, oh, yeah. we went back and we saved her because money and people are upset. <laughs> isn't the Black Widow film just really going to be an origin film for the other Black Widow? Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Because, you know, we have Still. to have a, a different Thor and a different Captain America and a, probably a different Iron Man at some point. Why can't we have a different Black Widow? But still, it's something they should have thought about before they killed off fucking Black Widow. Like, they should have done right. this film before that part because it just loses all punch of that. Like, you know, it was a big part of that movie. We're killing off this character. It, it was, you know, a big moment and it just loses all significance. You know, it's, it's just silly. Anyway. You think, like, <laughs> the best time to have a Black Widow movie would have been, I don't know, hey, yes, before she died, or, like, between <laughs> Avengers Endgame and Infinity War, so then you can go, like... Well, now we know where the Soul Stone is. Let's have something to show. I don't, I don't even know what the story is going to be. Taskmaster's going to be in this game, in this movie. It's going to be very stupid. It, it's, just, it's, just, it's just stupid. It's stupid. Y'all, y'all are haters. <laughs> it doesn't look good, man. You know what does look good though is Shazam's new costume. That was uh, that was uh, revealed this week. Did you guys see this? Did you hear about this? No. Um, no. Shazam Two is is filming now at the moment. It's still got the same director from the first one. Um, I've had a brain fart on his name. Uh, but Shazam's got an updated costume. So um, it's, David it, F. Sandberg. That's the one. Um, and, yeah, he's, he's got a new updated costume. So it's not like, a, you know, oh, we've changed a little bit here or there. Like, he has a different chest logo. He has different arms. He has different belt. He has what appears to be will be a CGI cape, sort of like how they did with the Superman films and stuff, how they CGI'd his cape in, um, because he's got, like, little dot points on his shoulders and stuff. Okay. But, what, so, does... So he's chosen that from the mystic gods, when he uses his powers and becomes this, he's changed outfit in that mode. Yeah, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm going to be concerned about. Like, how are you going to explain that? Because your your like a Green Lantern makes sense because they can literally just think of what their costume wants to be and it, that's it. But like Shazam, you get hit by a bolt of lightning and you transform from a kid into Chuck. That costume does look a lot better though. Uh, I, I didn't mind the first one. I, I thought the first one was kind of cool. Um, I wish it had the longer the cape because it had the um, it had the <laughs> traditional Captain Captain Marvel like short Robin style cape like around the back of the knees. Um, we did also get a teaser esque photo of Black Adam. Uh, it was the Rock wearing like a trench coaty cloaky sort of thing, and basically all you could see was the boots. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Black Adam's filming at the moment. Shazam Two is filming at the moment. I'm wondering if we're going to get a cameo or something somewhere. Uh, Mark Strong is not returning for uh, Shazam Two. He was too busy filming that fucking stupid Corella movie. Disney <laughs> makes some better choices, dude. Anyways, um, yeah, there's 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 probably other news, but yeah, Shazam Two looks looks kind of cool. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I I I think I prefer the original 
outfit that he had. That one looks kind of weird. And Zach Levy looks a little bit weird too. I mean, I like the like the the big sort of power logo, like inside the like the the illuminated effect inside the lightning bolt. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah. Either way, I'm, I'm excited. I really enjoyed Shazam. I thought it was fun. Um, Can I also movie- ask what's going on with Zach Levy's abs in this photo? Because it looks he looks like he's got this weird like weird abs all over the place. I don't know. Does he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'll be that'll be the suit. Yeah, it looks bizarre. <laughs> He kind of looks um, like um, Cyclops from the X-Men animated series, where like the abs look like he's got tennis balls shoved down the front of his suit. Hey, um, that, that outfit <laughs> in that animated series was the bomb, yo. <laughs> there was little uh, little to be left to the imagination in that suit. <laughs> uh, it was, it was oh, a yeah, great suit. Bright blue, bright yellow. Yeah. Speaking um, of little left true. to the imagination... <laughs> Um, Wedding Crashes. We all know that movie. There's lots of nefarious things that happen in it. Wedding Crashes 2 is taking place, and apparently uh, it's going to be starting f- to be filmed at the end of this year with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson uh, in talks to return. Um, they're both in happy relationships. Why are they coming back for Wedding Crashes 2? Why are they redoing that movie? That's just the stupidest thing ever. I mean, Funeral Crashes. That's the only possible sequel. Both of their wives are dead. <laughs> no, because it had uh, uh, fucking Rachel McAdams and uh, what's her face. Yep, another uh, one. Sasha Baron Cohen's wife. Yes. <laughs> what comedy? Isla Fisher film has had a second one that's actually decent. None of Anchorman. them. Anchorman wasn't bad. Anchorman two. Was Anchorman okay. was terrible. <clears throat> Anchorman. 2 oh wait, was okay. It was no, I will tell you one. Hot shots. No fuzzy. Hot no. shots part two was. Pretty good. No. Never heard of it. Uh, Naked it's, it's Gun. On... Naked Gun had two good... I oh, had three good movies. Uh, I think those oh, movies okay. are on Disney+. Plus. I think Hot Shots is on Disney+. Plus. I think. Yeah. But for the most part, for the majority, the majority rule is never, ever do a sequel for a comedy film because you're never Ace able Ventura to catch it. Ace Ventura 2. I yeah. stand by my statement. Never, ever <laughs> do a sequel. Dumber 2. Oh, Dumb and Dumber has Lord. three. There you go. There you go. I actually they tried have... to watch Dumb and Dumber 2 the other day. It's fucking bad. Oh, just, yeah. Never do a sequel. It's just you've captured lightning in a bottle with, with comedy movies. You capture this really magical moment, and it's it's wonderful, and you just can't bring that, that same Shrek vibe two, to it again. Rush Hour 2, 22 Jump Street. Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. That, that's that's got to be the best comedic sequel. Okay. I liked Rush Hour too. I loved Rush Hour as a kid. You didn't like Austin Rush Hour is not a comedy film though. It, it totally is. Yes, it is. It's it's an action film with laughs. <laughs> okay, Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. Fantastic comedy sequel. I, I stand by my statement. <laughs> Holt, you're a fucking moron. That's a great movie. Fat bastard. Yeah. Heather yeah. Graham, Adam's they, Family Values, Wayne's World Two. Heather Graham Ghostbusters is, is no, not, not good, though. <laughs> Meet the Fockers. Oh, I'll give you Wayne's. Wayne's World 2 is good. Meet the Fockers. This is definitely an age <laughs> thing. I think there's, there's definitely... Beverly Hills Cop 2. <laughs> See, again, Beverly Hills Cop is more of an action film. It's a cop film than it is a comedy film. Yes, you have a comedic person in there, but it's more about like the crimes and everything going on than it is about Eddie Murphy pulling jokes. Oh, speaking of cop films... Yes. yes, we are reviewing one. Is it though? Is it not a horror film with spots of comedy in it? 
Tom, before we go on, I do want to talk about one thing, one piece of news this week, because it's just I have to mention this because it's amazing. Um, the one hundred thousand dollar chicken nugget. Um, it. <laughs> If you haven't seen this, it's pretty amazing. There was a chicken nugget that was put up on eBay last week because it was shaped like one of the characters from Among Us. Um, and it sold for a record of $99,997 US dollars. So that makes about 130000 Australian dollars. What the, the fuck good are thing people is, on it's about? A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a McDonald's McChicken nugget, so it will still be fresh when it arrives. <laughs> I can't believe that this happened. I, I honestly can't believe that anyone, A, put it on the fucking internet for sale, uh, and B, somebody actually fucking bought it. It is unreal. 184 bids. 184 bids. That's madness. Yeah. How do these people have their money? Well, I've got, some, I've got a lot of leftover um, pea and ham soup. Do you reckon I could sell that? <laughs> <laughs> what you need to do is bathe in it and then sell it out afterwards. Like, you know, that, that could be the thing. <laughs> it could be a turd. It could be a piece of ham. You decide. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just, uh, it's unbelievable the things that people will spend money on. And yes, the uh, McDonald's Among Us shaped chicken nugget from a BTS meal, whatever the fuck that is, um, is has sold. Oh, behind the scenes meal. Oh, okay. Holy shit. And they yeah, put a... Apparently they sent a, bu- a bunch of sauce with it as well. Szechuan sauce. <laughs> uh, That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. Why couldn't I find that damn nugget? <clears throat> what, I, like, I would just eat it. I'd be like, oh, that's funny, and then just eat it. When was the last time you looked and, and like properly observed the shape of your chicken nuggets? Not chicken nuggets, but last night I was eating kettle chips and there was one that was literally the size of my hand. And then I went, cool, this will get more hummus on it than any of the others. And that was my response. (laughs) You were putting hummus on kettle chips? Yeah, man, it's great. Hummus goes... I don't think it's because I've watched too much You Don't Mess With The Zohan, but hummus goes on everything. I've been having it on toast this week. It's great. Yeah, okay. Okay. Interesting. Hey, man, hummus goes on everything. (laughs) Everything. <laughs> That's the real news story. Um, yep. Sorry to interrupt Thank and you derail way. your segue there, Tom. Please segue <laughs> now. And, uh, next item. <laughs> Speaking of chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. We will now move on to the film we are doing this week, which is Spiral, which is uh, just released. <laughs> uh, of course, the... Uh, <laughs> The, uh, the the latest Saw entry, uh, and has uh, some uh, great bits to it. Yes. Yep. Uh, Duty, tell us what it's about. Uh, it's about a movie that shouldn't have been made by an actor that surprised me in regards to that he's a comedic actor and he played a somewhat believable serious actor uh, until the, there was... Can, can, anyways... Saw, uh, Spiral from the Book of Saw is a, f- a, a film made by someone who is a fan of the franchise and just didn't really, probably didn't pay attention to the franchise. Anyways, uh, Chris Rock plays a character called Zeke, uh, who is uh, hunting down and investigating murders, a little bit Seven-esque because someone is inspired by the Jigsaw Killer, but the the big twist here is because it's never happened in any of the other Saw films, period, is this killer's going after cops. I'm pretty Bullshit. sure he killed cops in some other, like, the Saw yep. films. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
Um, and Chris Rock is the only good cop on a an, a corrupt New York City police department, uh, and this spiral jigsaw-esque killer is going after uh, corrupt cops. Um, and hilarity ensues, frustration boils over to boiling point, just as a kettle would for coffee, um, and I believe I messaged Fuzzy couple times during the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> a couple. <laughs> which you wow. never do. Which you never do. Like, dude, he's one of those people that like, doesn't want to talk about the film before we talk about it on the show. Save it for the podcast, he says. Mm-hmm. And never happens. Anytime anyone messages anything about a film, he's like, no, nope, don't want to talk about it. He was messaging me multiple times during the watching of this film. I, 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 I was astounded. so much for making me watch <laughs> is, this. Is that all it was? <laughs> Fuck you, Fuzzy. Why am I watching this, Fuzzy? Fuzzy, why have you done this to me? I'm going to cut you, Fuzzy. But that's, that's, that's the thing. Like, I've, I've, I've seen all of the Saw films as bad as they progressively get. Like, the first one's great, and then as they keep going on, they progressively get worse. But they have at least one cool or creative trap in regards Mm. to like all right cool the movie sucked but there was at least one trap that was kind of creative there's no creative traps here they're all fucking stupider than a fucking uh, cruella movie (laughs) fucking it's bad it's it's very bad. There's nothing I, creative about this film. I, I just want to say as well that like, you talked about this being part of the you know the Saw films and all the rest of it. We compare it to that. They they tried very very hard at the start to say this is not a Saw film. Um, you know, it's the Book of Saw. It's in the same universe kind of thing, and they referenced Jigsaw a few times in the actual film itself. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to talk about this. So, that so far in the the series of films that they've developed, they've had Saws one through five, uh, one through six. They had Saw mm. 3D, which would be Saw 7. They had yep. Jigsaw, which would be Saw 8. Uh, then they've had this one, which would technically be the ninth film, but they're saying it's not part of the series. So the next film, what do you think they're calling the next Saw film? There's another Saw film coming out. What do you think they're going to call it? I saw you down the street. No. It's, I, it's, saw this, I saw this coming. It's, it's a number. It's a number. I'll give you that as a clue. So we've had Saws 1 through 6, Saw 3D, Jigsaw, Spiral. What number do you think they're going to give the next Saw film? 13. Saw 7. <laughs> no, it is Saw 10. Saw X. So literally, they, <laughs> yeah, I know. So they've had nine films all up, if you include Spiral, and they're calling this next one Saw X, which makes no sense. This is like numbering for fucking Xboxes. Like, there, there is no logic yeah. to the way that they've done this. <laughs> I gotta say, there's never any logic to numbering. It's like Windows operating systems, iPhones, they just skip numbers whenever they want. And yeah. one of the producers came out literally and said, uh, Darren Lynn Bozeman, um, who's, who was actually the director for this film, um, who was directors, uh, directed Saws 2 through 4 as well, came out and said specifically, um, just because we're doing Spiral doesn't mean that Saw um, ceases to exist. Um, and it doesn't mean that there's not going to be a Saw, you know, Saw 9. Um, he specifically said this is not the ninth film in the franchise. So, which is really weird, but they're actually in production at the moment for Saw X. Because it's, it's, it's not Saw 10, it's Saw X, Fuzzy. It's like Jason X for Extreme. <laughs> it's in space. <laughs> saw Extreme. X for Extreme. Or Saw Connect. It's, I think the only way you can... Saw <laughs> <Sork> Series X. <laughs> yeah, I think the I think the only way you could potentially even remotely keep this franchise going is having it as like a Netflix season or something. 
You're having cops chase down someone, and every episode is a different trap, setting up who they are as a character, what they've done to get the irk from the fucking killer or whatever, and then putting them in the thing. That's the other... Because there's so many traps in this movie and in the series where you're just sitting there going, you're a fucking idiot. Mm. And... Uh, this, uh, this I, I physically got I nearly got ang- like physically angry watching this film fuzzy like, <laughs> there are points in this film where I'm sitting there going that doesn't work and that doesn't happen do you, and do we will get at to least that. sorry fuzzy you go I, I was going to say do you know the one thing that really irked me about all of the traps in this film was like normally the, with the whole purpose with um with with the saw traps is to go right you've done a bad thing now here's your punishment but you can avoid your punishment to, by doing this and obviously it's hideously maiming yourself and you won't die and yeah that's you know but you have to make that decision and normally the the, the people who are in these traps get a like a fairly decent amount of time to make a decision but in this, this yeah. film, like, every single time they're put in a trap, it's like, okay, you're about to die in 30 seconds, but you've got to do something that's going to take you about 25 seconds to get out of the trap, and you may or may not live. And, and like, there's, there's absolutely no time for them to have actually escaped, to physically escaped from the trap at all. Yeah, there's... And, that. and, and that's the thing as well. Like, they started they to slowly go down the slope of... Yeah... Uh, it's it's frustrating. Like they, I, I think there's there's a lot of those ones where they've got the multi level traps and things like that. This was just a timing issue. <laughs> Are we, I, I think just because like at some point there has to be the fast and the surely you can't be serious. We should do a sore one just to see Fuzzy get slowly louder and louder. And slowly more dead as as yeah. yeah I die from exhaustion. There is there is there is traps in in the in the plethora of movies that you know people like some woman's getting her hair pulled and it's like scalping her head and the guy's like oh I, I can't stop it and I'm just like find something to cut her hair with you have teeth start like biting her hair to fucking take uh, it's so fucking stupid but this movie is uh, there are some positives I will say there were some um, some lighting like lighting and cinematography for some things not the traps because the traps were stupid but like <laughs> I think when uh, when Chris Rock's character Zeke is in his dad, who's played by Samuel L. Jackson's uh, place, there's like different lighting bouncing off. There's like a red light coming through a window that's shooting him on the face, then there's like a blue light behind him that's shooting him on the back, and that was like that small little cinematography stuff I liked here and there. Um, the gore's fine. Um, At least they've um, remembered the color of blood in this sore film. The last one I saw, uh, I didn't see the most recent ones, but the last ones I saw, the blood was so, like, bright red. Like, obviously, people at home can't see this, but it was probably the colour of the jumper that I'm wearing right now. Like, none of the gore actually looked real because it was all the wrong colour. It was Saw 3D because they they fiddled around, I think, with the effects to try and get it to make it go 3D, and they made the blood go from blood colour to between red and pink. Yeah, it looked awful. So at least in this film, the gore actually looks like gore. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Except for the CGI explosion of that guy in the first scene. That was pretty... We'll get get to that. I have a big irk about that. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. He literally just explodes like a balloon, like he's in a fucking Tarantino movie. And... (laughs) Ah, oh, shit, I shot Marvin in the face. 
Tom, what are some positives you have? We've been talking a lot. Besides the blood. Uh, well, that's what I was going to say. I, I, I think that they actually did a relatively decent job of the of the gore that wasn't the one that um, Fuzzy already mentioned. Um, it was very clear to me that they... It almost... It felt so inspired by Seven that it almost felt like they were trying to rip it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not a good thing, is it? 100%. Um, uh <laughs> Hundred percent, I totally agree with that. It's it's a complete rip off of seven. Just with and the, yeah, <laughs> the body count is seven. Uh, is it? Yep. Was it that many people dead? Yep. Um, let me have a look. I I did take some notes, but <laughs> I suspect that all of my notes were actually bad. <laughs> Um, what, wait, what was the film that we actually watched, reviewed last time? I don't remember. What was it? Army of the Dead. I enjoyed it more than Army of the Dead. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, no. Really? Yeah, I enjoyed it more than Army of the Dead. Wow. Interesting. We'll see when we get to review time, but that, I don't know whether that's a positive on it or something, (laughs) but I was expecting it to be bad. I was expecting it to be real bad because you'd already told me, Fuzzy. So I was prepared. <laughs> Whereas Army of the Dead, I was hoping would be good. Yeah. Oh, we're getting more so of going- Army of the Dead as well. Why? We're getting, uh, uh, I think we're getting animated Netflix movies and stuff. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. They Why? need to stop with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Apparently as well, this uh, Army of the Dead, uh, just briefly, wasn't edited by Zack Snyder. Oh god! That's why it is two hours and oh god! So we're gonna get everyone going. Oh, we get the Snyder cut of Army of the Dead, and it'll make more sense, and you'll see more about the fucking zombie baby. Please, sir. Fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Tom just has this look of confusion on his face. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, any other good things? (sighs) Yeah. I struggled with this film. Let me think. I was ah. at the town meeting. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no nothing uh, legal. Let's go straight into uh, the negatives <laughs> then. Actually, no, I Who do have I do have one good thing. It was it was an hour and a half long. Yeah, that that <laughs> is actually a positive because there was a point where I stopped it and went, "All right, I, I'm nearly done with this." And it was like, "Hey, there's ten minutes left." I'm like, "Thank God." Yeah, it was an yeah, hour and a half say, long. It I was actually, in and out, and they yeah didn't fuck around too much. I love that. I love watching an hour and a half film, especially on like a Saturday yeah. or not doing anything in the afternoon or something, because I can go, oh, it's 7.30 now. Let me watch the movie for the podcast. And then I go, oh, it's an hour and a half. Yeah. I can, I can finish this and then watch, watch a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Watch the taste of spiral out of my mouth. <laughs> this, this, this was perfect for me, Fuzzy, uh, as you probably were aware as I was messaging you. It was the perfect time kill between end of practice and start of qualifying for Formula One. I'm like, I have an hour and a half to kill. I've got to watch Spiral. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was one yeah one saving grace for this. It was done before you before it got to uh, overstate its welcome. Like I think you really struggle to make anything in that sort of horror film two hours long. You'd struggle to justify why it was that long. So um, no, yeah. So a zombie film of two hours and twenty eight minutes is certainly justifiable. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I will say as a good, as what I think is a good thing, 
is I do like that they tried to swap up the the genre of a very tired franchise. I like that they tried to... I'll be honest, I haven't watched all the Saw films, so maybe they've changed. But to me, a Saw has always been a horror full gore fest. Whereas this, they actually did swap it up into more of a thriller format yeah. than a gore fest horror. Yep. I'm confused. And so I appreciated that they did that. Okay. Despite the fact they ripped off seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I can I can understand that. Like it's it was a little bit less it was more of a, a crime horror film than it was a um just flat out horror. Yeah, like like Jigsaw, did he? Like Jigsaw was just like one big horror film, right? It was yeah, stupid. With, but with, with with Jigsaw though, at least there was a twist. There is no twist in this film that like it's it's is it's as blunt as getting an axe in the face. The the ending of this film. Okay, well, it's meant to be a twist. It's it's supposed to be because you're supposed to think that. Well, we're going to spoil it because no one's going to watch this. Um, <laughs> no one should watch this. <laughs> no one should. Just spoilers for our recommendation. So, uh, his uh, basically at the start of the film, Chris Rock gets assigned a partner. Um, the partner has tattoos all over his arm. At one stage, he uh, Jigsaw sends uh, an arm with tattoos or skin with tattoos all over it to the cops, and they think this guy's dead. Turns out it's not. He's actually alive, and he has tattooed somebody else's arm with oh, his tattoos. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. And, well, let's talk about that because it's stupid. Because like that's not what a fresh tattoo looks like. Exactly. <laughs> so the way. Oh. Don't do, just don't bother with the tattoo part. Just say, oh yeah, I've just killed this guy. He's totally dead. And and l- the, leave the it whole at that. throughout the whole film, anytime they find a piece of a body or whatever it is. You get a flashback and the tape recorder, and then you find out how they died. And when the partner is dead, there's just a tape player on the ground, and then there's Chris Rock just having a panic attack, and that's it. So it's like, all right, you're not showing how this character is dead. He's the guy who did it. <laughs> <laughs> you're not showing how he got skinned. And then, it's, and then the way they explained it is like, oh, yeah, so I took the body from the guy that was hanging who got hit by the train, and then I tattooed a random name on it, and then I used that skin. I'm like, okay, so it would be fresh ink that's leaking off the arm. It would be, uh, it would be puckered skin. It would be... Br- like, you can't do that. That's not how tattoos work. Yeah. Well, it depends. But how would dead skin behave? See, dead skin to, wouldn't, do, wouldn't do behave. That, use a pig. It, it, pig skin. No, but I'm going to say... It'd it, still look fresh. If he was though. already dead, the skin wouldn't behave the same. No, it'd, it'd just tear apart. Fresh. Yeah, it'd just tear apart. It wouldn't actually heal up properly. So, like, there's... Yeah, there's no way... Just draw it on with fucking biro if you're going to do it that way. Like, literally. But yeah. I'm going to say... You're also talking about the same film that forgot how bullets work <laughs> when they hide behind a very thin wall whilst a man is shooting an Uzi. Oh, uh, they yeah. don't even move out of the way until he's halfway through the clip. Did you notice that shot? Yes! yes, he's shooting. Oh, that was just so stupid. He's shooting he at an open door doorway. Open. He's shooting, and about half a second later, they move out of the way. I'm like, no, uh, you're already hit. Yep, they're already dead. Well, <sighs> also, a film that doesn't know how computer networks work. Please explain. Because <laughs> yes. plugging, please plugging, going. I don't want to fuck up my computer and plugging a USB into somebody else's computer that's on the same network. Bad idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I imagine you would get some form of cyber training in a police force to not. No, no. You also USB don't know how to get out of the way of a computer gun. systems. 
<laughs> you also don't know how to get out of the way of gunfire as well in the police course. <laughs> um, uh, police captains threatening to shoot his employees is probably a bit of a concern. There, it's a bit of a no-no. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm not sure. the <laughs> Man, this there's I, I think the biggest issue that I had with this film overall is in the first fifteen minutes we've established he's a rogue cop yep. who has a successful father father. There's a heat wave going on. He doesn't want to work with a partner. Sounds like the predator. <laughs> Predator 2. It's exactly the same plot as Predator 2. Holy <laughs> shit, he's right. <laughs> but, but it's bloody the... It's the stereotypes of all these cop action films. It's, it's like they've picked every stereotype imaginable in the first couple of minutes. Yeah. And then he has the partner who he doesn't want to work for, who work with, who eventually he begins to care. Uh, yeah. It's dumb. Yep. I also don't understand how, like, you know, and in a lot of the, the, the Saw films, like, he's usually capturing, like, you know, junkies or people who are, you know, pretty destitute in the first place. But in this film, he's he's literally capturing highly trained police officers, most of them detectives or, you know, you know ranked captains, that kind of thing. And he's, he's, he's managing somehow to capture them and, you know, put them into his torture devices, like... These people are, like, trained to not be captured. Like, they, they, they've got guns. Just hold still while I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Does my pig bar scare you? But it's, 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 uh, that's exactly the thing as well. And then there's just this off-the-cuff line that Chris Rock makes where he goes, Jigsaw never went after cops. Are you fucking kidding me? Of course he went after cops. His whole thing was like a, a good chunk of some of those movies was he was trying to get the cops, so he was daisy-chaining them along and then captures them at the end and kills them. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, isn't one of the films... Isn't one or two of the films the main guy is yeah. a cop? Who is, yeah. yeah, all of the yeah. movies the main guy is a cop. And J- Jigsaw, like the, the main guy was a cop, right? Like he was the, yep. he was the Jigsaw killer. Like yeah yeah uh, and he's not even mentioned in this film it's like they completely forgot about him yeah yeah uh, they say the, they say you know Jigsaw's name a few times they mention the word copycat a few times but it just Tobin Bell does not appear in this film there's a photo of him and that's it that's the first ever for a Saw film where he's not in it well he does get a credit for that though because they showed his image so <laughs> he gets credited for this film. But, oh, yeah. but they, they're using the pig mask as well. Like, they're going, it's definitely not Spiral. It must be something else. And, but they're using a fucking pig mask. Ugh, just everything about this film. And I, I think Duty mentioned these, like, texts me going, oh, they didn't have, you know, a, like a pig carcass or whatever it is. But they uh, did yeah. because they no, were... No, no, a pig house. Uh, they, they had, like, the they had like a butcher's shop, so where that body was skinned and hanging up at the back. Uh, look, let's... I think that's Wait, one of the things. What's the pig carcass thing? Sorry. What? Uh for like for saw films, it's always you know, like when when Fuzzy and I went to the preview screening of Jigsaw, Fuzzy had not seen any of them. He's like, "What do I need to know?" I'm like, "There's a random hot goth girl for no reason." There's <laughs> missing uh, from this film, obviously. <laughs> yes, missing from this film. Uh, there are elaborate traps. Some are good. Some are very stupid. Uh, and th- 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 be wary of anyone who owns a pig farm <laughs> or like a slaughterhouse <laughs> or something. And if you want to stretch it, yeah, a hobby house that Chris Rock knew when he was a kid has turned into a slaughterhouse or a butcher shop. Yeah. That's it. 
There's lots of pig carcasses hanging up. Just saying. <laughs> it's, I look the the main shtick for these films are the traps. Did anyone like any of the traps at all? Um, okay, so we had the train trap at the start where the guy's hanging by his tongue in front of the train. Um, so in order to get out of that trap, he has to rip his tongue out, um, which, Let's, which he manages to do as he's being hit by the train. <laughs> that is the most impossible yeah. trap, period. Yeah. Like, think, think, like, think of it like, Fuzzy, you've been to New York. <laughs> Yes, right? I have. How often do trains move in New York? Like every 90 seconds. Yeah. How is they? How are they knocking him out, hoisting him up by his tongue, razor-blading his wrists, putting a TV down, all between trains coming? It's literally the scene from fucking Wayne's World where they're playing hockey on the street. Move the body, there's a train. train. Going, oh, game on. <laughs> it's impossible. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I will also say that your issue with um, that they were going to die anyway sort of thing is that one is probably a very big case of it because there's a shitload of blood that goes through your tongue. Yeah. You rip out a tongue, you bleed out fairly quickly. Um, He would not have survived that even if he... No, and that's the thing, right? A lot of those, like, I I get the whole idea of you can significantly maim yourself and, you know, that's fine. But, yes... You know, cutting you know major arteries or ripping a tongue out by the roots of it, like yeah, that that's something that would literally kill you. You could not manage to do that without like just causing such trauma that your body wouldn't survive. Now this and that as well as when you fall, like the subway trains in New York, the power is put through the tracks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the likelihood of you falling and landing on that track, you're dead. Yeah. Don't touch the third row. Now the second, uh, the second trap was the guy in the water with the fingers. Um, so he's got his fingers. The Chinese finger trap is what they referred to it as in IMDb. That's correct. Yes. Um, so that's the second one, and the idea is that if he bites down on a specific device, um, the uh, his fingers will get pulled out um, using these finger traps, and. Yeah, he can get out. Well, he has to escape because there's water filling up in this bathtub that he's sitting in, and it will reach a certain point, and he'll be electrocuted. The worst mm. fucking—it's the stupidest trap of all time. And yeah, no, I, I I liked the gore in this one though because there's the slow motion of his fingers getting ripped off one at a time. That was pretty cool. The 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 thing mm. I don't get is as well is like he has so much slack at the start of <laughs> when he wakes up. Yes. What's stopping him from just stepping out of the bathtub? <laughs> yeah. Like, if he had, like, a harness that, like, or something that kept him in the bathtub, for, like, even then, like, how are you going to escape that? But, like, you have, like, maybe five metres-ish yeah. of slack. Just stand just up. step out of the bathtub. <laughs> That's a fair point. That didn't occur to me at all. He could have just gone to the end and stood up above it. Yeah. 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 And on top of that as well, the, the way that, that that contraption works, he's wearing this gimp mask with a, a, a bite down, and when he bites down, it pulls the, the wires that will pull his finger. And as he's getting his fingers pulled, like at the last second, he goes, ah, to open his mouth and scream. I'm like, A, you'd be in shock. 
B, you have something to bite down on to help, like, help you with the pain. You wouldn't go, ah, and open your mouth because you'd be in shock and you'd be biting down from that as well. It's just a giant load of shit. But again, like, this thing, like, we talk about timing. Like, it took so long for his fingers to come off. But yet, by the time he finished it, the the water, like, he, he was literally had, like, two fingers left to go. And then the, the water got zapped. So it was, it, yeah. yeah, it wasn't enough I time. Say he hesitated. <laughs> yeah, he didn't hesitate. He sort of went for it rather quickly. Yeah. And also, in every single previous Saw film, the uh, occupier of said trap activates the trap themselves. Yeah. If that makes sense. So they pull a wire or they turn something or whatever and it activates the trap. In this one, they just wake up and it starts. Yeah. Imagine if you're a slit like, like that's the whole point of and that's what the the question was for the the previous jigsaw film was the first trap in that was like they had these buckets on their heads and they were getting pulled towards a razor wall um and they needed to like give like a drop of blood or whatever to to move on to the next room. Yeah. And the whole point of that trap was like there was one dude who just didn't wake up like he didn't come out of his you know drug induced coma in time and he got done and like that's the whole thing and in this film i'm like no one activates their trap in this they literally just wake up they find a tape player somehow and the trap starts yeah and it's on okay now the next one i this is the one i i really hated this is the uh the hot wax hot wax um, so we've got the uh, police chief captain who got captured and she's going to get hot, boiling hot wax poured all over her face. Um, but the way for her to escape is to sever her spine um, on mm. this like thing that's uh, resting under her neck. I'm not sure how that turns the machine off, though. I wasn't quite sure how that would happen. But the, basically, jig, uh, the the jigsaw, or I'm just calling him jigsaw because who the fuck cares? Fuck it. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, it says, ah, oh, you can escape, but you're, you're not going to, like, you're not going to walk away from this one. You'll live, but you'll be, you know, paralyzed. And so she chooses not to, but then, you know, his neck slowly getting cut as hot wax pours all over her face. So uh, she did. But she has a nice mask um, to remember her by. <laughs> yeah, she's got a great mould if, uh, if special effects guys want to do anything with it. Uh, so that one was stupid. Uh, and that one was happening in the basement of the police station because they have apparently a vault in the police station. Who the fuck knows? Anyway. Yep. <laughs> and, and, and that's the whole thing. The jigsaw, fuck it, sets up this trap in the basement of a police precinct. <sighs> and after that, this is what got me the most, was Chris Rock finds out that, that the captain or whatever is, is in the basement and that he's getting escorted by the, the desk sergeant down to the basement because she's in a wax trap and they're fucking walking. <laughs> the shot of them is them walking to the safe. I'm like, fucking run! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, this movie, Fuzzy. Oh, this movie, yes. Okay, so the next trap, then, um, is the guy in front of the glass cannon. Uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> this is this is fucking stupid. Tom, you're a man of technical knowledge. Do you know why? what purpose, if, if any, a glass can, a broken glass cannon would have? For shooting <laughs> broken glass. <laughs> I said, I obvious. I'm, I'm, I was right there. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to shoot broken glass. 
This is true. It's very true. Uh, I was sitting there during that scene and going, what is the function of this? Because he's also hanging above a big thing of broken glass. Yes, there's, yep. there's broken glass everywhere. And literally, this, this machine has a little conveyor belt which, uh, which moves bottles into a set of like spinning jaws and then spits the broken glass out through two chutes. Is that how they recycle glass? Surely not. Like that I'm googling. I'm googling. It doesn't how? feel like an efficient way of recycling. Um, method one: check that the glass well, bottles are broken and put them in a recycling. No, not that. <laughs> a bit later in the process, dude. Um, all right, hang on. Yeah. Uh, the glass shattering machine. Alright, you, you can Google that while I talk rather than talk through your Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please, please continue, please continue. <laughs> um, no, because I, I was because I saw him above the the thing of glass, yeah. and then it started, and it was just like a pit, and he was hanging above the glass. Pit. Yeah. So to me, if that was going to fire out, it would have fired out on an arc to land in the pit. And I thought it was going to lower him into the pit or something. And then it just started firing glass all around the room. And I'm just like, what is that this? That is literally the most dangerous way. Of t- I can understand if, like, the idea would be, like, it, it, like it, there was a big crusher up above the, where he was standing. And it shot the glass down into a container. That would make sense. But to have it shooting across a room... Literally where it was, you know, we've got glass, like, embedding in the walls behind, you know, in the doors and, like, all over the place. There's just glass everywhere. It seemed a very inefficient way of uh, recycling glass. That that machine does not exist. Okay, good. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you now, everything for, like, there's conveyor belts of shattered glass, yes, but it is not being rocket-propelled or whatever, <laughs> as this film suggests. It is literally just a simple rolling conveyor belt. Of glass going onto one conveyor belt, onto another. If you had him lie down and glass just kept fucking going over him or something, maybe. Yeah. But this fucking rocket-propelled glass-firing machine yeah. is so stupid. Also, Chris Rock is dead. He gets it in the face, and he gets a giant wedge in his arm, in his forearm. He gets a giant wedge in his fucking head. Like this... <laughs> He is dead. He like <laughs> to, to, there's a thing called don't cross the what is it don't, don't cross the streams. <laughs> what's the what's the fucking thing? You know, don't cross the street, walk up it or whatever the fuck it is. You know, it was some saying or whatever when you know people used to do things that they shouldn't do. But he essentially has a giant gash going from basically the inside of his elbow down to his wrist from a giant wedge of glass. He's dead. He's bleeding out. Mm. He is bleeding out from that. Yeah, like I, I have, a, I have an issue. I think I sent you guys a photo of this after I watched it as well. Um, that all the scars on his uh, forehead and it started moving around from scene to scene. Um, so they clearly shot them and on two different days because the makeup that he had done literally had moved um, on his face. It was, it was very frustrating. Oh, uh, it was. <sighs> But yes, he's uh, he's totally dead. Trying to uh, anyway, uh, and he picks up a bin, trying to like to shield his face and his back mm. from the glass spinning r- fucking rocket propelled thing, and it like used the bin to cover one of the fucking ports or something, man. Okay, now let's let's talk about the last one because this is the clearly the most stupid of the lot. Um, it is the Samuel L. Jackson trap. 
um, where he is strung up like a marionette and has like like needles all through his arms and stuff where he's getting his blood slowly drained out of him. Um, yep. Yeah. So um, the jigsaw guy, this is where the jigsaw does his big reveal and says, hey, you've got one bullet left in your gun, um, Chris Rock. You can save, Yeah, you can either shoot me um, and it finishes here, but your dad dies, or you can shoot this little target up above your dad and that will let him down and let him out of the trap and so he chooses to shoot the trap and which is stupid and yeah and brings his dad down and takes all the the things out of his arms and legs which seems to me he probably could have done that without taking him down from the trap yeah, right, <laughs> he could right. just he could just pull him out. Yeah, um, but he's so he, he yeah, pulls out all the things, um, and the the rest of the cops finally bust in. They set off a like a secondary booby trap, um, and oh, what happens? Oh yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah, he gets like Samuel L. Jackson, who's still strapped into these the uh, this metal marionette outfit thing, gets pulled up, and these like sticks shoot out of his arms or the shotgun barrels come out of his arms and it makes it look and these lights go on and it makes it look like he's standing up uh holding a shotgun and so all these cops walk and go put the gun down put the gun down and then they shoot him which is the stupidest thing i've ever fucking seen is was there anything about this trap that made sense or seemed smart Everything about this scene, about this trap, and and how the SWAT enters the room is the stupidest thing ever. They cut a giant square in a sliding door. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like an inefficient way of doing it, yeah. (laughs) Right? Oh, God. Yeah. Which... Did he come? Did they originally enter in through that door? Yes, yep. they did. And yep. so the jigsaw guy closes it behind him and sets up this booby trap, which has like a big wire connected to it. And the uh, yeah, when I they don't remember him setting the wire. Yeah, and when they so oh, it's, it's just like this like throwaway scene. He just like clips it closed. I was like, oh, that's gonna come back. And then it came back when they tried to when they bloody soared through the door to uh, to get to them. They get out a big metal saw and they chop through the door. And oh, by the way, second movie in a row that we've watched that has a giant saw in it. Um, yes, yeah, the, the guy from Army of the Dead had the giant saw. Um, and yeah, and they cut through the door. They cut through this wire, and that sets off the the secondary booby trap to the trap that's that traps within traps. Trapception. <laughs> it's <sighs> so stupid. It it, it is. At one point in the film, I was probably maybe halfway through it, and I'm sitting there going, like, okay, so far, it's not that bad. But it just proceeded to get worse and worse. And then the Jigsaw-esque copycat killer, he was like, I want to partner with you, Zeke, uh, Chris Rock, because you can point out the, the, the corrupt cops, and then I'll go after them. And then he looks at the Spiral logo, which the Spiral logo is... Nothing to do with Jigsaw in in the previous films. It is literally just a squiggly spiral logo that's on the cheeks of the marionette puppet from the films. That's it. And he makes up this whole thing of like it's about the evolution of man. Of when you do something wrong, you learn from your mistake. Like, Where are you pulling this from? Mm. <sighs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's so stupid. It's none of his motivations. Like, I, I get it. Like, so he was taking out dirty cops because his dad was uh, killed by a dirty cop. He was going to be a you know, turn witness on other police and he got shot by a cop and he witnessed it all. And it's just silly. It's so silly. It's just uh, it's frustrating, this film. <laughs> it's got to be one of the worst movies I've watched period as well as let alone this year <laughs> oh i wouldn't say it was that bad what else have we watched this year that's this bad army of the dead i think is, it has more coherent story at least yeah it has yeah, actually, cooler scenes i do take, I do take my statements <laughs> um, uh, i don't know what else have we watched this year that's been shit. Uh, I, I would say would agree with Judy that this is probably the shittest film we've seen this year it's pretty bad oh, yeah. I was angry with um, with Army of the Dead because I expected maybe a little bit more this one I did had did you do any math about this film Fuzzy? I did not um, I do know uh, that they spent uh, 20 million dollars as the budget for this film uh, it has made 29.5 million dollars uh, at the box office so yeah, uh, no. it's making money um, not much, but some. So I, I think mostly that you're getting like you've got Chris Rock in this one, you've got Samuel L. Jackson showing up. Like, yeah, there, there's some decent names to get people to film, and I know there's going to be people that go just specifically because of them. Um, Look, yeah, I didn't mind Chris Rock or or Samuel L. Jackson in this film. Mm. Like in regards to their acting wise, they were they were fine. Nothing special, but you know they were fine. Um, Chris Rock made some great, excellent points at the start of this film about Forrest Gump. Um, but other than that, this movie is just pure crap. I'd- we also watched Monster Hunter this year. See, I I, enjoy- oh. I I have more fun watching Monster Hunter than this. Yeah, Monster Hunter. There's at least some real no gory in shit in Monster Hunter. Like, this is just stupid for stupid sake. Um and also Wonder Woman was this year as well. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, that's a contender. Wonder Woman is bad. <laughs> this is a bad year for film. Um, yeah. I, I will say that uh, one of my funniest things about this film is that uh, Darren Lynn Boozman, um, who had directed multiple Saw films, said, uh, so he directed Saw 2, he directed Saw 3. After that came out, he said, I'm never directing another Saw film. Uh, he went on then to direct Saw 4 uh, and now <laughs> Spiral. So since, uh, since uh, it's like um, fucking Daniel Craig with James John Bond. Farnham. <laughs> It is also like John Farnham, yes. But Daniel Craig, with, he said, like, I'd rather cut my wrist and play James Bond again, and then he played another two James Bond movies. This is exactly the same thing. <laughs> they just give him money, and he comes back. I don't know how they made this film for $20 million, with, especially with the people that are in it. I mean, half of that budget is going to Chris Rock and fucking uh, Samuel Chris, L. Jackson. Chris Rock is a producer of this because he's pitched the, uh, the, he pitched the story for this film. Ah, okay. So, and it's just like, okay, maybe don't let Chris Rock write then because this is <laughs> fucking crap. Yeah. I, I, I've seen a few Saw films now and I think that like they, the, this, the franchise as it is is just dead. I think there's nothing that they can wring out of this corpse anymore. Uh, the last two films have had the same, so Jigsaw and Spiral have had the same writers attached. Um, they, I think Jigsaw had the original producers attached to it. This one was, um, yeah, no, this is one that again had the same producers. So they've had the same crew pretty much the whole way through. Um, you know, brought in a, a an expert saw filmmaker and Darren Lynn Boozman. 
I just think it's done. Like, unless you get back, like, James Wan and Lee Winnell to do something, I don't know if I actually want to see another one. Yeah, I think the only way you could do this would be as a... Yeah, James Wan, Lee Winnell, for starters, because yeah. they're fucking geniuses. But, like, do it as a series. Like, I, I don't think anyone can... Because like, if you want to have this whole thing for the Saw films, like, and they do it for, like, I think it's, like, from two to maybe five. Mm. They're, like, they have reoccurring cops and characters and plot progression and story development and all this sort of shit like that. And then it's like you start to care about how people are killed off and all that sort of stuff like that, where this film, it's just like, oh, we're supposed to care about the corrupt cop who gets destroyed by the giant glass cannon, or we're supposed to care about the police commissioner thing who gets wax poured on her face. Like, you, d- you don't develop enough time to have any character development besides the fact that Chris Rock is a is an honest cop who called out a fucking, you know, a rat and everyone hates him for it. It's... I feel like it would work better as a series and you had one victim per episode. Don't give them that idea. <laughs> I don't want I to see more if I can fucking. I, I, I want to see it. If I, if I can write it, so then I can make sure this never happens again. <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I think they need to forget everything they've done and tried to build up and try and do something original because all of this is just... It's stuff we've seen in other Saw films just done worse. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's Yeah, it's pretty bad. Well, we know our thoughts. <laughs> we're, we're repeating ourselves a fair bit with this, but yeah, damn. Damn, Fuzzy. Damn moral you. Of, moral of the story. Watch Seven. <laughs> yes. So, time to uh, slap a number on this bad boy. <laughs> so, uh, Fuzzy Dan... All right. What number? I'm going to give this a number, and it is a relatively low number. Uh, it is a 2.5. Um, I give this one point for uh, Chris Rock, uh, one point for Samuel L. Jackson, and half a point for the stink face that Chris Rock is pulling for the entirety of this film. How he managed to... It's it's, it's It looks like he's just saying... Someone shouted, I don't know who it is. Is it you? Is it you? It's pulling that face for the entirety of the film. And how he managed to do uh, that, I don't know. But yes, that's that? the face. What? That's the look. Uh, what's that actor from The Babysitter, the, the Netflix uh, Samara Weaving? She permanently has I've smelt a fart face. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. So uh, that, this whole film was stupid and annoying and... Apart from, I think, seeing the guy's fingers getting pulled off really slowly, which was a cool practical effect, everything else in this film looked stupid. Um, So, Mm -hmm. yeah, two and a half for me. Don't watch it. Avoid. (laughs) Duty. I'm going to go two. Yeah, two. It's half a point for Samuel L. Jackson, a point for Chris Rock. Uh, and there were some lighting shots that I liked here and there that had nothing to do with the the traps because all the traps were completely stupid. Um, and honestly, I think if we said to to little Fuzz, "Hey Fuzz, you know, hey little man, we need we need you to figure out some some cool like you know, prison traps that you know bad people can't get out of, but they can get out of if they're smart." What do you? He could think of better ones. Yeah, these were stupid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, for your for uh, the viewers' context, and so you guys are aware, so you have essentially placed these on par. Mm. Fuzzy, you have placed it 0. 0.5 above Hellboy. Okay. Yep. 
And Duty, you have placed it on par with Terminator Dark Fate, <laughs> Dark Phoenix, and I think that's it. Yeah. I completely agree with those statements. I, I think, I, I really think at some point, I've heard so many people who have had varying opinions about Terminator Dark Fate um, that, I don't know, I, th- I feel like I, we may have misjudged that film. I think I need to go back and watch it because there's a lot no, of people don't. who have very much enjoyed that film. I'm I'm stunned, but yes. My, my I, guilty I, I pleasure just... is Terminator Salvation. I kind of like it. Salvation, salvation's okay. I, I don't mind salvation. I, I, it's fine. It's, it could be worse. <laughs> I, I I just remembered there was, there was a somewhat majorish piece of news that I completely forgot about. But Tom, get your score, then we can wrap, wrap the episode up discussing that. Uh yeah. So um, I don't want to spoil that news, but yes, I do have another key on my keychain. Uh, <laughs> so, no, we, I'm going to give it a four. Um, which sort of is very much in line and similar to what you guys have given it. So I gave the one, exactly the same films that Duty had given a two. I've given a four, um, and also Skyscraper. I put on a four. See, Skyscraper is better than this. Movie. I was gonna say Skyscraper is markedly better, except for the part where he fucking jumps off the crane. Like that's the stupidest thing I've seen in a film in a very long time. But that, and when he holds up the plank of wood by planting his one foot. <laughs> or, or the duct tape. I'm also not one of these people <laughs> obsessed with The Rock. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think he's a good actor. <laughs> so. or, the, or how duct tape works when he duct tapes his hands and uses that to climb up the fucking building. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. No, the, I, I'd say it's definitely on par. <laughs> oh, Wow. Savaged. It's all right, duty. What's what's this news? I completely spaced about it, and it, it came into my mind as we were talking about Terminator. Um, director Andy Muschietti. He did, uh, of course, the It movies. He is directing uh, the Flashpoint Flash movie, uh, and he revealed a uh, teaser photo for uh, Michael Keaton's Batsuit. Did you guys see this? No, no. It is the uh, traditional, you know, ben, uh, not Ben Affleck, uh, Michael Keaton. Batman crest uh, and it's got blood dripped on it Ooh. and it's like dirty and grimy and stuff like that it looks it's the Batman Returns uh, symbol because the Batman 89 symbol has like extra little spikes coming out of the bottom peak so it's just a flat peak coming out of the bottom of the Bat logo so it's the Batman Returns one mm. but it's got uh, dust and blood and stuff on it do you know what it looks like it looks like mm. the happy face for badge from uh, Watchmen it's that same no, vibe. Yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm picking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I agree. Um, yeah, interesting. I heard uh, a, a rumour about that, that it possibly is getting delayed. Um, they, they did test screenings of it with the producers, and they all went, fuck no, and they have to go back to the drawing board with a lot of stuff. So um, well, the, potentially getting delayed to... Like- two days or, or not two days like a two weeks or something like that haven't they uh i don't know maybe it's the dailies that they're looking at or whatever they, they're going through but yes that's been um yeah they've been told absolutely not and getting pushed back i think 2022 now i think it was supposed to come out next year but um yeah push back to 2022 that's just 2022 a re- is next year it's oh it's maybe another year i don't know it's <laughs> yeah it's it's been pushed back a lot as is what i've heard so yeah because there's uh there's also photos of like um the the casting chairs or whatever like there's little fold up chairs or whatever one says the flash 
one says Bruce Wayne, one says Batman, all that sort of stuff like that as well. So it, class-wise, it looks like we're getting some pretty decent cast. Oh, apparently as well. I heard about the uh, the Batmobile, um, and apparently the origin story for the new Batmobile, how it looks all cool and stuff, is that was his dad's car. Um, and in th- in the Matt Reeves Batman, yeah, and that was um, yeah, essentially mm-hmm. that's. Um, uh, yeah, that was uh, his dad's car that he drove uh, on the night that his parents got murdered or something, and he, he redid that into the uh, the Batmobile. Oh, very cool, cool. So yes, interesting, but yes, lots of things to talk about with that one when eventually news comes out. I'm very excited. Oh, speaking of delays as well, did you hear about uh, Mission Impossible? No, uh, they shut down filming because they had a COVID breach. Uh, someone got COVID on set, so Tom Cruise will be spewing. He'll be very angry. <laughs> He'll be shouting. At yeah, someone. so that apparently they had to uh, shut down for at least uh, at least two weeks, um, but it may be as long as a month. So they're, they're like right in the middle of shooting <laughs> now. So he will Jeez. not be happy. New will be happy. More news. I think that's the best way to end an episode when we talk about such a shit film. There's some positive <laughs> The Batman photo thing and, and, and Tom Cruise getting angry. Yes, yes. Alrighty then, ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode, insert episode number here. <laughs> that's not going to happen. So, 200 thank you for listening. Huh? 200 and something. Two, 200 and something. No, 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 no. About three fifty. Goddamn, block this, Mother. Then I noticed Fuzzy wasn't fuzzy at all, but it was just goddamn Loch Ness Monster. Uh, it will be e- oh, episode uh, two hundred and fourteen, maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> 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 Uh, and seeing as we forgot about it uh, we'll just quickly say as we wrap up here we are sponsored by Incognito <laughs> Comics incognitocomics.com.au go check them out smooth uh, yes uh, and as we are getting towards the end Duty's probably been reading something Duty, good comic book yes yes I read Bram Stoker's Dracula based no, that, on the movie that's all I wanted <laughs> <laughs> yes we know you have a choice when listening to Pop Culture Podcasts and you clearly pick the one with Nerd in the title uh, if you want to give us a review, well, I don't think we have a review in a while, so we'd appreciate one. Duties, ask for a review. Give us one. Oh, I'll <laughs> find you. Please, please, <laughs> please. You heard them. <laughs> They're desperate. We need them. We need it. Anyway, I have been Thomas P. Sullivan signing off. And I have been Fuzzy Esquire. <laughs> And I've been Lord Dukington the Third. <laughs> Hello. Saladas. Excellent.